0: What's up? Welcome back to Guitar Blah Blah, the daily podcast for people that just can't shut up about guitar. And be sure to check out axesandblades.com. Follow Axes and Blades on Facebook and Instagram for even more guitar content. So if you've clicked on this, you must have seen the title of today's episode, The Most Underrated Guitar Brand. Well, I'm phrasing it as a question because, I don't know, I don't feel confident in my opinions. I'm just some idiot on the internet and therefore should not feel confident in my opinions. But um i think there's a good case for this i think there's a good case for this guitar brand i am about to talk about being the most underrated guitar brand in the world, or at least one of them in certain ways which i will go into it's a hard thing to say definitively that's the other reason i phrased it as a question is i think you all you have your own criteria you know it's it's maybe not as subjective as saying you're the best band in the world according to me best guitar player whatever um but i think we all have, kind of have our own criteria and for me when you talk about underrated and overrated um that's really hard to do because there's so many for example in the world of guitar smaller luthiers who i think their work is incredible and should be talked about everywhere and they might not be that well known at all there's an example um so that's why i talk about their work all the time on this podcast tons of episode i have them on i interview them there's going to be tons more of that this year um so obviously a lot of the time i'm talking about people whose work i think more of you should know that's why i'm talking about it on here um but I like to think of when I think of underrated and overrated, I like to have like the 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 winners, the kind of top three underrated, top three overrated. If anything like bands or or in this case, guitar brands, I like to have an element of surprise. That's how I like to judge it. Because otherwise you can get a bit tangled in your own criteria. So I like to judge it by what surprises me. Um, so a band that's, you know, crazy, super popular... And you and you just have a, a surprise, not just to subjectively, I don't like them, but you go, I really did not think that would appeal to a broad section of society at all. But there you go, they're incredibly popular, you know? And it's about that gap between how popular they are and how good you think they are. That that that's kind of part of it. It's about that gap. But I like to also go with the kind of surprise element where I go, How are more people not talking about this, for example? And that's what I'm going for with my pick for this guitar brand that I just want to talk about, so well. it's good just want to talk about it, and this is the way I've decided to talk about it is are they underrated um yeah, they surprise me, and when I say "I think these guys are underrated," they actually have a stellar reputation. but in the online world of guitar stuff um and in the spaces which we inhabit as guitar people. Uh, they do not come up nearly as much as I think they should. And I'm going to talk through the reasons why I think they should come up more. And I'm also going to talk about why I think they don't come up more um, from what I know from what certain people have said. And again, you have to wait to hear what I say about that, because like I said, these guys have a stellar reputation, but I think they kind of end up getting missed out of a lot of conversations for reasons that are not to do with their quality not to do with their ingenuity, but to do with some kind of other things. So, who is it? You know, big drummer. I'm keeping you on tent hooks here, I'm sure. Um, I'm talking about Godan. Godin Guitars from Quebec in Canada. Obviously, a big company, right? One of the biggest in North America. You know, you've obviously got your big names, you've got your finish, you've got your Gibsons and everything. Godan are... Big, And it's also a family of brands now, as well as Godin, Guitars, that that kind of umbrella includes Seagull, Art and & and and a few others as well. So it's big. They produce a lot of guitars every year, and most people have heard of them. So how can i say that they are underrated let's get that out of the way first of all um i will go into more detail into go down what they offer why i think they are fantastic and deserve an even bigger reputation and i'll go into the details of kind of what people say about them and good reputation and all that but let's get this out of the way first of all because it's a controversial thing to say i think these guys are insanely underrated when i also just admitted we've all heard of them they have a good reputation in general so, so how does this work well i just think personally for the level of how big they are, for how much they have on offer, which like I say, we're gonna go through, um, and for how much they've done and achieved in a history with a heritage of contributing to the guitar community, they just do not come up in conversations online, in spaces nearly enough. They do not come up um, in the minds of people when they think about buying certain guitars at certain price points. I've had so many conversations with people where they're saying, oh, I'm looking for guitar, you know, just hanging out with guitar nerds and guitar people and chatting online and all this stuff. It's, oh, I'm looking for guitar and this kind of price point, this, that, and the other. um, And you, and you say, go down, and they've heard of them or go like, oh, do they make stuff at that level? Or like, oh, I don't really know anything about them. I just know the name. Or they outright go like, oh, maybe I've heard the name, but I don't know anything. Just don't even get considered. And what this person has described to me is literally perfect for go down go down just nail what this person has just described and yet they don't know about it all people who you know know a lot about guitar are looking for something odd and specific and go down as we're going to go through have done a lot of very ingenious things in their time and a lot of very unique things that really stand out in their time particularly to do with electronics and people don't even realize don't even have that on their radar for they've done that um also so in terms of buying in terms of just talking about guitars and nerding out You surprise people by bringing these guys up on what they've done, even though they're a really big company. And that particularly is the case with people who are a bit younger, maybe haven't grown up like reading a bunch of guitar magazines and stuff like that. That's what I've noticed. Now, this is going to be my personal opinion, but it's also informed by talking to some people who work in the kind of social media world from what some people in that world have said publicly and um you know, swapping opinions and swapping stories with other people who work in guitar land and stuff like that. And you can see this for yourself if you watch YouTube videos, if you spend a lot of time in the places where we... Spend time as guitar people. You watch YouTube stuff. You watch the kind of guitar YouTuber hangout shows that people like Henning Powley and people do. You watch the brands that these guys online on Instagram and all these places gravitate towards. Who the artists who are very active on those spaces and are very big right now gravitate towards. The brands they work with, the brands that do a lot of outreach, that run competitions on Instagram, do all of these things um, that have really harnessed new media. It's not a go down. Um, not nearly to the extent that most other companies of this size and even a lot smaller have done. Um, My understanding is, this is what I heard one person say who works in the guitar, let's call it new media to include social media and all this stuff, new media world, um, has said, I love Godan. They don't seem to get new media at all. That's what they said. Um, I don't work. I have no connection to Godan. I can't comment on that. Personally, but this is what this person said who has worked with name a brand and they've worked with them. Um, and that's what they said. The I'm not going to name names and stuff in case people get the wrong end of the stick because I can't represent in doing a little overview here people's opinions v- fully necessarily. But there are people who've said that publicly as well. Uh, you know, YouTube guys and people out there who do, an artist who are kind of also very active in those worlds have said, Yeah, you know, and I think their stuff's great, but they never reach out, they never get in contact, they never seem to want to work with us and um you know if you reach out to them there might be some people who've, who've kind of had some collaborations and had some luck with that putting in the effort um but people what people will tell you is yeah they're not on there you know all these companies emailing you all the time if you've got a space if you've got a website if you've got our podcast for example go down out there go down and not one of the people who slide into the dms as it were and uh say you know let's let's see if we can do something cool they're not really at these events like with youtubers and all of this stuff there's brands who are much smaller who sponsored these kind of events um whether it be kind of a git con thing or something like that or really invited youtubers and things around at nam and are really big on that um working with artists who are big think about like a brand like reverend working with greg Hawk and stuff like that um you know the, the the brands that have jumped on this you see bng everywhere you look there's 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 certain things you see um And certain brands you see actually quite a lot of them doing a lot doing things in different ways. Some of them prefer to like have control over their own spaces and use influencers more for advertising. Some prefer to build a more personable relationship. There's lots of ways to do it. Go down just aren't really there; they just don't seem to be there, and that means they have become absent from the conversations that occur um, amongst us that inhabit those spaces they're not in the conversations that happen in those spaces. And they're not in the conversations that we then have when we leave those spaces because that's where we learn about guitars now. That's where we talk about guitars now. And they don't seem to be there. Um, I don't know if their marketing is just very old-fashioned. I don't know if they don't want to work with YouTubers. I don't know. I have no idea. Maybe they've tried to and YouTubers were jerks and if Godan were here right now, someone from Godan were here right now, they'd say, hey, we, we're working our ass off on new media, but there's 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 just things that have come up. I don't know. I'm not going to sit here and be like, they're not trying because they might. They might be. Um, we don't know that. We can't comment on that. But they are absent from those spaces. I can say that as someone who um, does work in the industry. I can say that as someone who inhabits all these spaces, who runs a daily guitar podcast, who has worked with people in the new media and YouTube sphere in the guitar world uh, in the guitar kind of world, not Guitar World magazine, you know what I mean, in the guitar world, uh, specifically in kind of new media and marketing stuff. And what you hear is that these guys are kind of absent, including people who like own Godans and they're just like, oh, I love their guitars. Silence. Not, not No interaction. No, don't seem to have any interest um, in working with them. Even some of these guys have enormous platforms, enormous platforms. Um, don't seem to be able to get a bite from uh getting in contact or, or forming a relationship with go down and that's why i think they have ended up being criminally underrated because if we look at the actual strengths of the instruments i'm not going to go through everything go down i'm just going to give you a little bit of an overview introduce you to the brand i'm going to do their job for them right now <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna come out here and uh and do this and this is um what they should be getting done they should be reaching out to um, podcast much bigger than mine, obviously, like the the actual big podcast. <laughs> they should be, a company their size, should be working with, um, you know, big influencers and guys who get it, guys who get the brand. Amongst all the kind of big guitar influ- influencers out there, there's people who will get the brand, who will get what they're doing, who will get the they 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 occupy a very unique place in the market, I think, and they have carved that out for themselves. They haven't just landed there, and what they offer, I think, is phenomenal, and I think a hell of a lot of us would be very interested in what we'll go down and doing, but we don't know. We know the name, we have a rough idea, but I think as I'm talking right now, I'm just going to give you a rough overview of some things that they have kind of contributed that makes up the heritage of godan and why that should be interesting to you and why that's a proven track record that you can kind of bank on how they've got to where they are today and then kind of more importantly talk about what they offer right now and they have carved out something that is fascinating and i think that it's going to interest you guys as i go through and talk about this you are going to have your curiosity peaked. i think you're going to go and look at godan guitars and i think even if you don't do that, even if it doesn't give you the kind of gas, doesn't give you the kind of need to buy it, um, you don't you don't, you don't want to buy, I think you're going to be interested just hearing about it uh, if you don't already know about Go Down. If you're a massive Go Down fan right now, hey, that's a fun to say, Go Down fan. If you're a massive fan of these guys already, um, obviously you're, you're going to know this because um, I'm not going into a ton of detail and, and you, you probably know way more than me and stuff like this. But um, for the majority of us, I just want to talk about this more because I think these guys are doing awesome stuff. I think they've done awesome stuff for a long time. I think it's a really cool company from everything I know. And I'm fascinated to to always learn more about what they're doing. And I just think it's a shame they're kind of absent from this. So, you know, um, I don't think it should all work on transactional marketing. I don't think what we see and what we hear in our community should be entirely dictated by who has the money and who has the marketing department with this together. Um obviously the more you put in the more you get out the guys who really put the effort in on these spaces are going to get our attention and that's that's how it goes and for sure for sure that that's cool but uh, i think it shouldn't all be about who put just puts the budget in and who throws the money around and stuff i think it should also be very natural and coming from genuine interest Um, regardless of whether people are making money off doing this as an influencer or whatever or not i think the core of it should still be what you're interested in i think all of us in guitar land find uh really the, the the people that we gravitate towards to hear their opinion of people who, who are genuine in that way um and so for that reason i'm i just want to talk about godan because i think they're awesome um so if you don't know like i said they are from canada they're from um, quebec originally um and now they work across kind of canada and um i believe it's also new hampshire yeah across canada and new hampshire uh so quebec and new hampshire in um in the u.s uh they work across the two which is a very interesting unique thing about how they produce their guitars um so the founder of godan robert godan or if he's from quebec is it robert godan i don't know welcome if you, if, you, if this is the first time listening to this podcast beware running theme is that i talk about people from all over the world both artists and luthiers and talk about their models and i just every episode basically mispronounce <laughs> something horribly or multiple things i sh- i'm just going to stick to talking about i just gotta talk about gibson i know how to pronounce those things i don't get confused about whether it's les paul or le paul i i I can do that i could manage that i think but if i keep talking about every everyone from all around the world i'm eventually just gonna have to rename the podcast welcome to british fud mispronounces everything um so yeah let's call him mr Godan. um (laughs) uh was making guitars in quebec um uh as a guitar builder which is fantastic uh and over a, almost 50 years at this point they have uh he's grown it into a company like i said one of the biggest in north america um a lot bigger than you might think if you've kind of only vaguely heard of them like i said it's kind of a family of brands now which is a phrase that i've made fun of repeatedly and will continue to make fun of because it's a ridiculous word um family of brands Ugh. the egyptian family of brands has adopted Major Boogie, well, the Godan family, um yeah, the Godan umbrella brand includes Seagull Arts and Luther, Simon and Patrick, a bunch of brands, which is really cool, all of which actually have good reputations. Art and Luther guitars. I played some fantastic Art and Luther guitars. If you don't know them, included in checking out godan go check out art and guitars fantastic um really 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 good stuff and very good prices which is something we're going to be talking about uh now a more appropriate use of the word family is for a company that is actually a family company and uh godan has kept it in the family um the original founder now works with his two sons simon and patrick hence simon and patrick the brand within the brand anyway um his two sons so it's a it's a it's a kind of family company still as well uh which is extremely cool in that way that the 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 two sons of a part of the business i think we all like that i think we all like that in guitar land um there's something about the hominess of it and the genuine family business side of it which is extremely appealing to us in Guitarland. land um, especially when we want to kind of hire an instrument i think we're all very 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 into that idea Um, a cool thing about them is that everything is in North America Um, this is they don't they don't do import stuff Uh, they really seem to me to really work off a strong philosophy and to make choices not just upon the idea of what is working in the business not just copying the business plan of other businesses and this is why they've carved out a unique interesting niche for themselves they're not just following the trends of the business at all Um, they really have carved their own way all through the history of the company in my opinion Uh, and a part of that is keeping everything in north america which obviously is not the case for even a lot of the big north american brands Um, everything's kept there and i believe that also includes the wood my understanding is they use they, they are not shipping a ton of exotic wood from all over the world they're focused on using wood from canada and the u.s which is fantastic it's a sustainable practice it supports the local businesses in that in that way and is only is only basically keeping it in in the local business infrastructure which is beautiful um and something more and more of us are getting into which is great and it means that they know the wood they know where the wood is sourced from there's a certain amount of kind of quality control that can come with knowledge as well as the sustainability factor will be a big part of that as well um then where are the guitars built they are built entirely in north america it's um these parts are made entirely in One facility in Quebec and then the guitars are assembled um, sometimes either in a Quebec facility, the Quebec facility, or they have a facility in New Hampshire as well. So it's either Canadian made guitars or Canadian slash US made guitars. Fantastic. So immediately there you are thinking when you hear all of that, you've heard me talk about the family business, the history of it, the trajectory of it, um, that it's all kind of kept in canada and the us and immediately you're thinking a certain price point in your head i'll say right off the bat one of the incredible things about godin guitars is they offer incredible value for money across their range there are high-end expensive godin guitars for sure but they offer a hell of a lot of price points that are so much more competitive than you would think from everything i've just read um, I there's something about that production method of of kind of uh, creating them in one point and then taking them to another facility down to New Hampshire and assembling them that that somehow obviously creates um, kind of a more gets you to a more competitive price point. A part of that as well is the 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 other element of this story. Um, I already mentioned that it the the kind of underratedness of Godan with everything they've done and and everything i'm talking about right now which instantly sounds like it would bring value is showing us the importance of engaging with new media because this brand is doing so much right with their actual product their story is really interesting their business philosophy i think appeals to a huge number of us and is really keeping up with the times and kind of ahead of the times and ahead of a lot of other companies um And they're offering things at price points which are extremely, extremely competitive. And it's in an age where a lot more of us want to buy local, buy US, wherever you are, buy local, buy sustainable. They're hitting some of these points quite well. So we've already heard that getting that story out on new media is obviously so important because we're missing that story. So that's one of the lessons from this that I talked about. I think the other side of this, the underratedness to go down, tells us about how important it is um to and how much of your strength and your pricing as well comes from branding i think their price is partly competitive because they don't have the brand power of a lot of the other us kind of made instruments um they haven't necessarily built the brand power in some ways um, and, I, you know, I think the price points are also because it's a strong part of their philosophy to provide instruments for players at as many levels as possible that are made in North America and are made to a very high standard and are not just uh, shipped all over the world from wherever is cheapest to build them. That's a strong part of their philosophy that goes against the grain of the industry that I think sounds appealing to a lot of us. And of course, what sounds appealing is getting a, is getting an even better guitar and more compared to price point. Hey, you've convinced us, right? Um, but their brand power not being there, I think also maybe contributes to some of the pricing. Um and I think it just tells us again about how important that is to to this story of of Godan not being in the conversation as much. That if their brand power was there, it would force them into these conversations if they had the presence in these uh virtual settings where we find ourselves as a community online on social media. They would be in these conversations and this information would be more known and it would add so much value to their brand and to everything they do. I don't think it's there. That leads me on to talking about something that I do want to mention whilst I'm talking about Godam because it's useful information to you. And I think it's extremely strongly related to what I just talked about. And it shows you the power of branding as related to price and related to presence. Um, and one of the best ways to see kind of brand as it relates to price in terms of power it, there are lots of factors that determine this but one of the places to see it used market uh godan kind of guitars are insane steals on the used market insane and that's i think because of the fact that their branding is is not that strong um, well their branding is strong their brand isn't that strong in terms of recognition even though they should be more recognized because what they're doing is absolutely fantastic and deserves recognition what it does mean is that I've had so many conversations with people, uh, like I say, when they're, when they're looking for something, looking for some kind of guitar, and you mentioned Dan, a lot of that is guys looking for a guitar in the 300 to $500 kind of price point. Super popular for all of us to be looking in that price point. Um, that's where most of us are in a lot of ways. If you see the guitars that are sold in on mass and in huge numbers, of course, that's a very, very competitive price point. You know, uh that's the kind of price point you might end up at if you've got your beginner guitar and you want to upgrade. Um, you're buying a guitar to do some um, you know, just to just just cause you you've got the kind of gas and you want wanting to cycle through guitars. That's where a lot of people sit, that's where a lot of people buy guitars. Um, you know, you got your PRS SE standards in there, you got so much from Epiphone, you got your Squire, your classic vibes and things are falling around there. So many super popular guitars. Um you can buy so many godans. You know, we're talking US slash Canadian made. Guitars. Great quality, very strong reputation for great quality, fascinating features, really good tone woods and timbers, um, excellent electronics, sometimes very ingenious, but even just in the more straight up models, sometimes Seymour Duncan, sometimes their own pickups, which are very highly regarded ton of them for 300 to 500 bucks uh, especially if you don't mind having a tiny bit of wear kind of in the kind of good to very good rating on something like reverb where yeah you know you've got the old kind of pick mark and scratch on the finish or this and that nothing serious 300 to 500 you will find a ton of guitars all day long for example on reverb um just thought i'd mention that because it ties into my point like i said but also if you want a deal these guitars are seriously usually very very good um, you can find good ones and you can find them at those kind of price points great to know like i said buying a godan U as well my goodness they hit some extremely competitive price points so let's talk a little bit about what they actually offer that's kind of their story that's kind of their philosophy all of which i think has already piqued a lot of people's curiosity as i'm talking about this and already added value to the brand if you didn't know any of that about godan They sound like a super cool company, right? They sound like what they're doing is different to the rest of the industry, even if it doesn't sound like it's for you. These guys, you can see how they kind of carved out their own space here. If they just kind of got on the bullhorn and told this story a bit more and announced it a bit more and got into all of our faces, like, you know, that sounds unpleasant, but kind of got out there a little bit more and got in front of us more. This is fascinating stuff. And their guitars are no different. Um, They offer uh you know a, a good range of solid body electrics some like the kind of uh like the, the session range or a bit more a bit more like what you're used to but all of their body shapes are cool and unique the ones that they offer at the moment they have they do offer you know just kind of single cuts um and kind of more strat like looking ones especially if you've gone look at used ones in the past but now you know they've they've developed a really unique line of bodies they've always had kind of unique body shapes but they really seem to have focused in on that uh moved away from the kind of more single cut stratty looking ones although they are always still their unique body shapes um and the ones they have now really are different the stadium is kind of a bit like a strat and telly combination thing, but with very different hardware on it um, the passion line and the session lines have you know obvious strat and super strat elements but with a very differently carved body shape kind of a bit smaller and again the loadouts on them are very different um and they're known for using some cool hardware like they're they kind of tremolo where you can lock the tremolo arm in place with a little system cool little unique flourishes like that i love the radiator series they have at the moment which is a single cut um but kind of like a fatter bottom single cut with these cool old school retro revival kind of look with these massive um like pick guards that cover the entire guitar basically and there's one that's like a cream color one with this massive faux tortoise shell pit guard over like the entire guitar it looks totally crazy and then they've got it matching on the headstock as well it looks awesome um and with the perloid effect ones and stuff too it's great um and stuff like that they've also got this guitar called the radium which is kind of like a kind of all you know it's like the stadium body thing but but with these Uh, You know, different use of the woods to kind of create this cool stripe down the middle. It's great. Really cool. Nice pickup loadout as well. And kind of a thinner body um, with some kind of telly-ish elements thrown in. Really interesting. Um, Really unique stuff. Uh, They also offer a bunch of beautiful looking kind of carved top, arch top, and kind of semi-hollow guitars as well that look absolutely as as kind of gorgeous as any that you're going to see out there from any... Um, any bigger company you know uh, building arch tops semi hollow hollow body guitars really really gorgeous stuff now back in the day one of the things that go down and actually still now they're really 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 appreciated for as i mentioned before are the kind of electronics and some of the ingenious things they've done with electronics over the years they've always got like even on the more standard solid solid bodies i've gone through there like the the pickup loadouts and the use of controls are different to everyone it's not just like here's the here's the single cut with the kind of four knobs as you'd expect it's always a different and fresh combination. Once you get used to the models and think about it, you see the thinking behind it. And it's not just different for the sake of different. There's always a thought process and a design process in there which has has produced something that really um attends to certain needs for certain players, which is amazing. Um, and that's always what they've done with their electronics as well. Um, you know, back in uh 1989, it's towards the end of the 80s, they brought out the the kind of LR Bags model, which had you know, it was this. It was the first one. It's kind of the the precursor to um, the the Fender line now with the like acoustasonic Strat and acoustasonic that that stuff. Um, whether you like that or not, and the Taylor that came before. I believe the guy from Taylor who designed that with Taylor then went over and worked at Fender, and that's why the acoustasonics happened. But these guitars that combine. Uh, basically electric guitar and acoustic guitar together Um, that was uh, really early on done by Godin with the kind of guitar with the LR bags stuff in it so you've got a guitar which is kind of mahogany body it's as thin as an electric guitar it's got a neck like an electric guitar it's very comfortable to electric guitar players Um, but it's chambered and it's got this basically innovative bridge system um, which Works with the chambering to create the resonance of an acoustic guitar. Um, and it's got a built in graphic EQ, and well, built in kind of with the, you know, the LR bag sliders, nice little EQ that you would be used to on most uh acoustic guitars, electroacoustic guitars with that on it, uh, which gave it a cool, very noticeable look. You'll have seen these guitars, you'll have seen how they've influenced the kind of current models out there in the world from companies with these kind of properties where it's like a perfect electric and acoustic hybrid intended for electric players who need some acoustic now and again attended for people who maybe do cover bands and do sets with a large range of stuff where they need to switch between electric and acoustic um and all those sorts of uses that's really useful for musicians go down we're doing this um leading the way with it in terms of quality and in terms of ingenious touches and feature sets Uh, right back in the late 80s and that's obviously still extremely influential today because we have the Acoustasonic and we have the Taylor guitars Um, those guitars and the innovation of those and the continuation of those obviously with electronics things are going to be improved in terms of the tonality of the uh, plugged in sound um, you know, with with pickups put on it, multiple outputs so you can blend the pickup and the um the kind of well, the electric guitar pickup and the acoustic guitar kind of preamp and stuff. Um blending that, um, all of that kind of technology is advanced and evolved, and so the plugged in sounds have got better. Um but also, you know, with the crafting of what makes it resonate like an acoustic and give it the acoustic sound that it has, um you know and the resonance of it that's all improved in terms of design tweaks over the years and godan is still bringing out these models now um in the form of a kind of a few different series so we'll go through those and kind of look at them i mean you know if if it doesn't sound that kind of crazy to you back back in the late 80s there were things like this going on but godan really nailed it and and they had these little ingenious ideas to make the acoustic sound and the resonance and everything coming through the preamp really really nail that sound of a plugged in acoustic, which, you know, to get that sound and to be able to kind of hit all the different points and have the versatility that you needed was really tough. Um, you know, the, the original LR Bags one from 1989 had this system with the bridge, um, which basically had these like 18 little metal tines in there. And these were basically tuned so that they would resonate you know in tune they would resonate with the notes um and basically help give the guitar well actually gave it a very unique sound but helped with the resonance of it so that it would capture the resonance of an acoustic better crazy awesome stuff so these kind of ideas are carried on a few ways but the the kind of best known is probably the a series so like they go down a6 um which you might notice um you might have at least seen so that um kind of at the top of the guitar at the top curve of it you've got the kind of sliders the EQ sliders for for setting the EQ and then it's also um, you know you'll have seen ones with the humbucker pickup in the neck so you've got the humbucker in the neck it's like an electric guitar and then it's got these sliders for the acoustic output as well Um, there's also kind of versions that don't have the the pickup in the neck there's a few different versions Um, you get nylon string versions and different things like that across these different series but the A6 is probably the most common one that people are used to in terms of these things having a reputation. And they deserve reputation. The A6 sounds fantastic. It's a beautiful looking guitar and uh, the pickup also sounds beautiful. It's not just the kind of acoustic uh, sounds you get from it, but the the humbucker in the neck is is great. Um, really really nice uh, tones from that and it's a beautiful look as well, which is hard to achieve with something that's doing something so different. Um, you've also got the Multi-Ax series um, which is uh, a little bit different um same sort of look to it but without the humbuck in the neck and a lot of these are nylon string so it's basically the same sort of idea slightly different color to the body shape and 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 um nylon string there's also a steel string version as well um which comes with i believe a seymour duncan lipstick pickup in the neck so different tonally a different option there same kind of development of the godan technology to provide this guitar which can really do it all uh, if you want electric sounds acoustic sound blends of the two um these guitars do it all and are really highly revered by the people that need them that use them for those purposes great guitar to have at home one of these as well you can use it without plugging it in you can use it plugging it in in different ways great for recording and picking up and just and just playing as well as an acoustic that can then also do something else um really good as well if you're kind of not super into acoustic but you like the idea of having something you can just play without plugging in and you like the acoustic sounds but you don't want to buy an extra acoustic that you can't use in other ways great really 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 versatile um appeal to a lot of people and again the professional uses are great which is why you see the a6 because it's out there with musicians using it because it's actually extremely useful as a tool um so that's the a series and the multi-act series there's also the multi-voice series which is Um, same basic concept, but instead of it being more like kind of 70% acoustic with the 30% electric, you know, the electric design elements and the pickup, but basically on an electroacoustic, you know, the blending is kind of reversed. So the multi-voice series from Godan are like 70% electric guitar, 30% electroacoustic. So they look like, electric guitars you see them from far away it just looks like a single cut style guitar uh generally you know some of them also like the nylon string ones have the styling of the kind of uh, multi-act guitars um and the a series kind of guitars like the the, the kind of a series and the multi-act and and um kind of those things blend together um and that all comes under multi-voice as well uh, multi-voice is like the umbrella term for all these things um, but uh, really when you get to things like the, all the models that begin with X or have an X in the name those ones are the ones that look like electrics um, so like the LG XT for example or the XTSA models looks kind of like a single cut guitar You look a little closer and you realize it's got these same kind of slider eqs at the top of the guitar that's the kind of hint um and the knob layout and the switching is suddenly a bit more complex you realize on there and that's when you kind of look a little closer and as well of course you could hear the acoustic sounds coming out of it and you realize that actually it's um working with a same version of all this technology with um being able to get acoustic sounds and work acoustically and resonate like an acoustic, work like an electroacoustic as well. Um, I believe the system is called like the hexaphonic RMC system or something like that. Who knows what it even possibly means. It's some sort of science fiction mumbo jumbo, but um, basically gives you the same ability to get a combination of electric and acoustic guitar sounds, um, which is extremely cool uh, with the different outputs and different controls on there. But if you wanted. That balance for it to be not. I want kind of an acoustic guitar that also does electric. I want an electric guitar that can also do the acoustic. You want the balance to be in favor of electric. Um, you could you could absolutely go for the kind of LGXT series of guitars, and that will absolutely nail it for you if you want that aesthetic and you want the focus more on electric guitar, um, but with the ability to do acoustic without needing to change to something else these guitars nail it with all the technology that go down are kind of renowned for some of them even come with you know seymour duncan pickups in there and stuff like that beautiful flame tops um you know like flame canadian maple kind of tops and crazy cool looking stuff like that and tremolos and things so that you can go for kind of more of the the load out of a full-on electric and the aesthetics um but get the benefits of this technology Great. Such a clever thing to have both sides of it. Like I say, the kind of 70, 30, or 60, 40, however you want to put it mix, going both ways. Such a clever thing to do, and I'm so glad that they do it. One of the cool things as well on these guitars um, is that they have, uh, within this system of all the electronics, uh, they're built for doing like guitar synth tracking, like amazingly accurate, fast guitar synth tracking, and that's something that Go Down have also been known for and have done for a really long time. Um, you know, at least a lot longer than other people. Uh, you know, for example, there was the the Go Down Passion, um, back in, you know, kind of ten years ago ish at this point. Um, the Godan Passion, uh, was was you know also featuring this technology but kind of in a more subtle way it looked very much like a strap um except that it kind of had a beautiful aesthetic with like an inlaid pick guard on on a bunch of them and stuff like that um so it, it had these tweaks it definitely it definitely looked different to just a strap but in terms of the loadout and the electronics on it there wasn't there wasn't kind of as much signaling as this has something different going on uh but it actually had kind of a um bunch of technology in it for doing a direct out for synth and guitar synth and plugging it into like synth units and guitar synth units and was built so that it would interface with those super easily and tr- everything would track super quickly and you could basically open up a world of sound variation from this guitar that didn't look all space age didn't have some crazy weird pickup thing attached to the bridge that got in the way and broke it didn't have all this weirdness to it it was like do you want your exact beautiful playing amazing looking with kind of some beautiful flame tops and cool stuff electric guitar built by people who build really high quality electric guitars in north america but just with this added thing you wouldn't even know from looking at it but just this added technology so that you can open up all these sounds as well as just pickups to sound amazing straightforward into an app yes they they nailed that as well which i think is so much what a lot of us kind of of guitars want you know we have that touch of traditional or conservative maybe whether we do or not i don't know but you know, you have this kind of idea of what you of what you want in a guitar. Sometimes you don't want it to look space age or feel space age. You want it to be able to do something crazy and blow people's minds with the sound. But you want it to look and feel like you're comfortable with. And, and they nailed that there. So that was cool as well that they've been developing that tech for a long time and have been recognized as really leading the way in a lot of this stuff. Um. So look, I could blab on about what Go Down to for ages. Let me just wrap it up with this um i think what they do is unique i think it's against the grain in the industry in some ways i think it's quality i think it's got a great philosophy in it i think it's got a great legacy and story and history all built up from the past and going into the future the way it looks i think that they've got a great business philosophy driving and a great guitar making philosophy and a great music based and uh and needs based philosophy behind what they do looking at the needs of musicians and music makers and basing decisions on that i think it's fantastic what they do and i think it shows the power of kind of brand and brand recognition and how much sway that holds that these guys aren't more appreciative and i think it shows you the just absolute dominance and importance of new media that these guys are not big or have not been up to this point relative to other companies big on social media and new media relative to other guys relative to working with the people who are big in those spaces and it means that they get left out of conversations which they should be in because what i've talked about is just a a really small overview and taste of what they offer And I think if you're a guitar geek and a guitar person you didn't know much about them, as soon as you hear this, if you're anything like me, you want to learn more. You want to learn about this tech that they're doing. You want to learn about their reputation for having nailed a lot of this tech a lot better and a lot earlier than other companies. Um, You want to hear about these guitars that offer unique feature sets that cater to the needs of musicians in a way that no other brand is doing, even now. And they've been doing some of these things for like 30 years. Um, And that they have an incredible reputation for building high-quality instruments, all entirely in North America, Canada, and the U.S., and hitting price points that are much more competitive than some of the other people doing that. Fascinating, right? Um, You want to know about it, even if it doesn't sound like something you want to buy. I think you just want to look into it for guitar nerds sake, right? Um, And that's the lessons I learned from it. Uh, So, you know, I don't know. There's lots of incredibly underrated builders, guitar brands. I don't know who the most underrated or whatever it is but in terms of surprise that hits me again and again and again like I say that's my criteria for this at the moment the one in my mind is Go Down. I just again and again I'm surprised that they're not coming up in these conversations um, and I guess it's getting to the point now where I'm not surprised I'm, I'm feeling like it's not just I'm feeling they should be held up there I'm feeling they should be entering into these conversations but I guess it's not that surprising when I look at the fact that they're not getting out there and forcing themselves into these conversations as much. And that's kind of a nice thing in some ways. But, you know, I want to hear them talked about more. I want to know more about them. I want to have more people to nerd out with them about because I think what they're doing is awesome um, from everything I know. So anyway, that's a bunch of nerding out about Godan. If you already knew everything about Godin, you know way more than me. I apologize for the very sparse overview um but i just want to bring more people into getting to know them and just touch upon a few things because i think as soon as you start to get to know go down a little bit it's fascinating um i'm sorry if i mispronounced everything but um again literally every time <laughs> it happens so as always it's not all about nerding out about gear the most important thing thing that brings us to guitar and to all of this stuff is music so as always we finish with a suggestion of a song an album an artist something to go and check out and wouldn't you know it it's more stuff from all sorts of exciting places in the world with things that i'm gonna mispronounce i'm so sorry it sucks that i'm trying to praise this awesome music and all of these things and i just mispronounce everything but hey i'm i'm just stupid you can't get that mad at me um i'm just stupid well today i want you to check out an album with beautiful amazing acoustic guitar playing from brazil builds upon the tradition of um great brazilian guitar and guitar music um with some really dynamic aggressive playing on the strings that comes from this artist's uh kind of background in in some scenes and some projects which have fused punk with brazilian music um and it's a really beautiful album it's got relaxing elements it's got quite fierce elements but um there's a, a kind of wonderful charm to the whole thing as well as um a lot of different expressive and emotive moments as well really really beautiful album fantastic guitar work and just a really nice thing to listen to um so this is from the artist Kiko Denucci and the album is called Rastilho or something like that Rastilho I don't know um <laughs> I'm so sorry um I try my best but it's just terrible. Luckily for everyone listening to this who's just heard me say that and has no idea how to spell that because I mispronounced it all, um there is the link to it in the description of this podcast as always. So you should go and check that out uh because it's fantastic music and you should listen to whatever music inspires you. You should be sure to play a bunch of guitar. Look after yourselves, look after one another and as always I will catch you again tomorrow.